Simon Peter and the other disciples decide to go back to Galilee. They try to take up their old lives. They go out. They fish. They catch nothing all night. This is the experience of people who want to put violence behind them. After the terrible things that have happened, they attempt to resume their normal lives. But it doesn't work that way. We often hear the adage, we should forgive and forget. We can never forget what happens to us, because to forget is to deny our own memory, a part of our own reality. It's being asked to have violence done to us again. We can never forget, but we can remember in a new way. The night of the Last Supper, after Judas had gone out, Jesus said, Little children, I'm with you only a little longer. Simon Peter said to Jesus, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Very truly I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. Something similar is to be found in Luke, when Jesus, predicting Peter's denial, says, Simon, Simon, listen. Satan has demanded to sift all of you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your own faith may not fail. And you, when once you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. The story of how Simon came to be Peter, the rock, the principal witness to the good news, is the story of someone whose personality had to disintegrate completely. To face our shadows and allow our illusions about ourselves, our self-constructed identities to be stripped away, is always painful. There is no beginning to create this new story and forge this new identity, except starting from how I was brought to the end of myself, sifted like wheat, my heart formed by the deceits and violences of this world, had to be broken open. There comes an age when we know that our shortcomings in faith have been denials, and that our denials have been betrayals. Judas had already gone out into the night. Peter will soon follow, seeking some warmth from the darkness at a fire. T.S. Eliot, in Little Gidding, said that we will be consumed by either fire or fire. The two charcoal fires in John show us the two fires, the sacrificial fires, or the fire of the spirit of reconciliation and forgiveness, which is the spirit of the resurrection. One is the fire of the apocalypse, and the other is the fire of the kingdom coming. Peter left that first charcoal fire 
a broken man, weeping bitterly and all alone. But now Peter finds himself walking toward Jesus, who is on the shore around a charcoal fire with some fish on it. Jesus says nothing, but calls them to eat. After they have eaten, Jesus unties Peter from the memory of his betrayal by asking him three times if he loves him, and then confirms him in his new identity of the one who will tend his sheep. Only when he has faced his own wounds is Peter capable of caring for the most vulnerable. What unbinds our past is what opens up our future. Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. We live forever between two fires, and one of them will have us. And as much as we long for the fire of the Spirit of Resurrection, our frail self defaults to the safe fire at the beginning of the night. And our older selves find our hands are bound. We are not in control. The grace is that we can live until the morning. It is likely that John uses the poem to refer to the crucifixion death of Peter. But the poem is about the life-giving death of all of us who follow. In the binding and taking where I do not wish to go, when I am pulled away from the safe little fires someone has constructed for me, I am finding new life, new fires on the beach of the morning. We are taken toward the fire of resurrection, I look at the fires where I once stood, and I look at fires to which people beckon me, and I'm glad I'm being dragged somewhere else. Maybe that's why Peter had gone out fishing again. It had been on the Sea of Galilee that Peter had left everything and followed Jesus. He was probably hoping that the Lord would meet him there again.